Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy, the podcast that empowers you to transform life's challenges into opportunities for personal growth and healthier relationships. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. As experienced therapists with backgrounds in addressing trauma and mental health disorders, we believe there is hope and there certainly is healing. We've spent our lives supporting people through the ups and downs, and we want to share these insights with you. Together, we'll unravel the layers of personal growth healing from trauma, and building healthy relationships. Each week, we'll bring you engaging conversations, expert insights, and practical strategies to help you heal from the past, foster healthy communication, and develop enduring love. This podcast is your guide to transforming adversity into triumph, healing wounds and past trauma, gaining wisdom and insight, and creating meaningful, fulfilling connections. So if you're here to heal, to better understand yourself or your relationships, you're in the right place. So sit back, get comfortable, bring your trauma and your drama, and let's start healing. Welcome Welcome to to Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Therapy. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy podcast. We're so glad that you're here with us today. We're currently in a series, and I just want to warn you before we continue on today's podcast, that really we're going to be focusing more on your parenting and how to address certain things with your children. And so this isn't necessarily something that I would listen to with your children in the background. And so go ahead and pause this and listen to this later if you need to. But we've been in this series and the first episode was on creating a safe space and having this open communication with your children so that you could talk to them about sex and social media and pornography and all the different things that are really difficult to talk about. And in episode two, we talked about 10 reasons why it is critical for you to talk to your kids about sex. And then in the last episode, we started to talk about social media and just the dangers around social media, as well as a couple things you can do to approach it with wisdom. And we're just going to continue that conversation today. So let's jump into today's episode. The next thing we want to talk about is monitoring tools. Now, I think one of the best monitoring tools is you. You being able to have their phone, go through their phone, look at what's going on, seeing those kinds of things. But there are definitely things that you can do where you can block certain websites and things like that. But I will let you know, none of those are foolproof. As a matter of fact, when school districts gave out a bunch of laptops or tablets and things like those, they put these restrictions on. The kids were always able to find some way to circumvent the security protocols that were put on there. Now, I'm not saying they are worthless because they're definitely not worthless. They're definitely worthwhile in having. But if you put it on there and you think, my kid's good to go, I don't need to worry about that, I think you're sorely mistaken if that's the stance you take. Now, with that being said, I do think you should put something on there in order to protect them because a lot of times they're not necessarily doing it nefariously, but they can just easily stumble across something. And so if you have some of those restrictions on, you decrease the probability that they're going to run into something like that. But the biggest, most important thing is for you to then monitor what they're doing on it. And then if you have that rule where it's like, hey, their phone comes into my room at bedtime and that's where it gets charged, then I think you should be looking through there to see what's going on and what they're looking at and what's happening. And a lot of parents, I think, would be shocked to find all the things that the kid is just leaving out in the open on their phone because they just don't know how to hide it or they're not thinking much about it. But that level of insight into what's happening also helps you to have conversations and protections and set up new boundaries for the children. Yeah, that's really true is that you are their first line of defense. And one of the things that's important is to know the technology. 
But there's so much stuff, there's so many apps, so much different technology out there that it's hard to keep up. And so this is where you can utilize some other monitoring tools that will help you. There's a group on Facebook, it's called Parenting in a Tech World. And there's a lot of people that post new apps and questions there. And it really just helps you keep up to date on things. And another great resource is Bark Technologies. I know that they're on Instagram. They will update you and let you know about new apps that are out, certain things that maybe your kids know that you have no clue about. And so you really want to be able to be up to date on this so that you can keep your child safe. So the next thing we want to talk about is balanced life. And there is a lot to be offered in the digital world, but it can only offer you so much. There is a lot to be said about just going out and exploring and experiencing the world around you. And we've been snowed in for the last week or so, and it has been so fun to watch our kids just be so excited to be outside. And they normally like to be outside, but they have been just outside nonstop. And they're having an experience that is just something that you can't get in the digital world when they're outside experiencing the snow. And they're having so much fun that they are willing to suffer the pain of being cold and having their gloves get soaked through and their fingers freezing. And it puts a smile on my face. I remember as a kid, I used to do the same thing and I would play and my hands would be so cold, I'd have to come in and put them under hot water to help warm and heat them up. But the amount of play and fun and enjoyment that they're getting in that way is just very different from what they can get on the digital world. And it's not to say that like there's not fun or great and wonderful things you can get on the digital world, but you have to have a balance where you're going to be doing both. And I do think the understanding is that we're not trying to say they should only be experiencing outside world activities, but there should be balance. The truth is it's so much easier to just dive really heavily into technology because it is so addicting. It is so engrossing. So the balance in order to manage that is to press more into real world activities. And some of this is just what we talked about a little earlier about relationships, that relationships are more important than being on your phone. And you want to encourage that healthy habits for your kids. And it's even easy for us, you know, while we're all snowed in to watch the kids from the inside and see them play. But it's been really fun to be out there with them and have some epic snowball fights. And Tim's helping them to build this fort. And we've had some really cool sledding that's happened. But all of that is building those relationships. And a lot of times your technology is getting in that way. And so making sure that you do have these boundaries around your time, that your children have the boundaries, but also like Tim talked about earlier, that they know the etiquette, that they know when somebody's talking to you, put your phone down. When you walk into a building or a new place, put your phone down. When you're walking across the street, don't be on your phone. Right. All these things where I'm sure that you've seen people do and you're like, oh, I can't believe that they're on their phone and they're doing this. But I'm sure you've done it, too, at times. And so just being intentional with making sure that you're on your phone at appropriate times and you're trying your best to just have a balance. And the next thing about encouraging healthy habits is that technology can absolutely be used for good. We can use social media for positive interactions and connections and there's different learning opportunities out there. And just on the internet in general, there's a lot that technology can offer us. So we're not by any means saying don't ever be on your phone, but there can be really great benefits from it. And one of the things for me is I live really far away from my family. I was born and raised in Hawaii and all of my family is still there. 
And so we do use social media to be able to share pictures and connect that way with our extended family. And when we moved, there was a lot of friends that I still want to stay in touch with and I still want to see what's going on in their lives. Social media and technology has allowed us that opportunity to stay connected even though we're not physically present. And so there's some really great uses for social media. And so definitely use social media and technology for the good that it has. So the other thing too, and we're talking about this near the end, but I do think this is a very important thing to grab onto is that you want to create a safe space for your children to be able to talk to you about what's happening on the internet. Again, being able to monitor or look at their phone and find out what's happening, I think is an important aspect. But the other aspect of this is that if you can create a place where they're not feeling shamed or attacked if they've done something wrong or you find something on there that's inappropriate, such as if you find them looking at pornography or something, I know a lot of parents go berserk when they find that. And is it a scary thing that they can get into that can go all kinds of bad ways? Absolutely. But if you really shame them when you find something like that and you bring a heavy hammer down on them, then you're likely to cause them to not want to tell you things. And I'm not saying it shouldn't go with consequence where it's like, hey, listen, we found you were looking at this. That means you're not going to be able to be using your phone in private. You're just going to have to be out in public or you might take the phone away for a little while, something along those lines. If you really make it such a huge deal where you're yelling and screaming at them about finding out about this and you're giving them lecture hour after hour about how bad and detrimental this is to them, which it is, then what you're doing is you're not causing them to feel safe or comfortable telling you something. If you don't create that safe place for them, you're never going to get the experience with like, hey, I stumbled across this. It made me feel weird. Can you tell me about this or help me with this? And that's really what you want because then that gives you the moment the problems come up that they're going to be talking to you about it and then you can help them navigate it. Again, the internet is here to stay. It's not going away, but we have to be able to learn how to cope with it. And there's going to be things that are going to come up that you're going to have zero foresight on. And if you have this open, engaging relationship with your children, they'll bring it to you and then you can help navigate it with them. One of the craziest things that happens with kids is they will ask me questions or they'll ask me for information about something that I had never thought of before. And so this idea that we're going to be able to give you some type of complete comprehensive plan that's going to help you put a shield around your children where they'll never have access to it is just unrealistic. You're never going to be able to fully protect them from this stuff. But then this open and connected relationship with your children gives you the ability to that whenever something unforeseen comes up, then now we have the ability to deal with it. But if you're just trying to create this castle wall around them where it's impenetrable and you never have to worry, then you're going to lack that connection and then you're not going to be able to deal with these unforeseen things. And that's why in this series, we started out our first episode on creating that safe space for your child to be able to talk to them about you know, sex, social media, pornography, all that stuff. But it really does start with that connection and that communication because you're going to face a lot of uncomfortable things and your children are going to face a lot of difficult things online and in person. And the most important thing to do is to have this open communication so that way they know that they can come to you at any time and that you're going to walk them through and provide guidance and support and encouragement on how to deal with life issues, really. And so just to bring it back to that point, make sure that if you have young children, make sure that you're already fostering that open communication. And we talked about in that first episode, some of the best ways to do that is through play. Even with younger teens and older teens, 
some of that maybe isn't sitting on the floor playing Legos with them, but going outside and throwing a ball or playing a board game with them or doing something shoulder to shoulder and some kind of activity so that you're building your connection with each other and then just talk as opportunities arise. All right, you guys, we're going to end there with today's episode. I hope that this was helpful for you and we'd love to just connect with you on our Facebook page. Have a great day and remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and found it helpful. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend? Also, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It lights us up to know that this podcast is helping you. If you have any questions or a topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group. Just click the link in the description below. Although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. If you are struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or feeling hopeless or suicidal, you are not alone. Help is available. Please seek professional help or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Thank you again for joining us on Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Remember, there's always hope and there's always help.